Welcome back to Dirty Words. This we had a lot that we were like, we're gonna do a hundred episodes of all of these things, and a lot of it was like the heavy political things that have been happening. And we thought we have to talk about something today because we we want to just talk amongst ourselves and maybe you'll resonate with something. Um, this is not necessarily the episode we want and the way that we want to come back after a little hiatus again, but all three of us are here. So I guess that's a silver lining, maybe. Um, our dirty word today is Roe from the Roe v. Wade case. Um, it was the landmark decision of the U.S. Supreme Court in which the court ruled that the Constitution of the United States generally protected a pregnant woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion. Um, as you know, today, June 24th, 2022, that was just overturned by some people that probably shouldn't be in the position of power that they are in. Mm-mm. But alas, here we are. I don't know if we want to do fun things. Um, there's not a lot of fun things I think to talk about right now, but if any, any, either of you have like an obsession of the week or something that you think might help you take your mind off this, feel free. I will say my obsession is right on track with everything that's happening. If you have not seen it and you have HBO max, check out the Janes. It's a documentary about Mm. people in the seventies that fought for Roe v. Wade and abortion rights in the first place. So check that out. And it goes, it's an whole, it's actually has like footage from there and interviews the people while while they're older as well. Um, It's really, really good. And we actually got a chance to hear them be interviewed post movie and got to hear them talk about, and they said, we're, like, we've seen people online saying it already. They said we were preparing for this. Like, we yeah. knew they would challenge it. We knew the day would come. They said people have been fighting. Like, you need to keep fighting. You're not helpless. Like, you have resources. So, great documentary, yes. The Janes. Check it out. This is going to be kind of sad. My obsession is hope. Because I think without some kind of hope or some kind of faith in, in the collective that we can do something that, like, will all just fall into pits of despair. Mm-hmm. So, my obsession is the fact that I'm getting online or I'm talking to people in person and I've, I don't think I've ran into anyone who dis- disagrees on like a fundamental level, which mm-hmm. is nice. Even people who I know have different opinions are like, no privacy is an important thing. And like freedom mm-hmm. to self is an important thing. So my obsession today right now is hope, whatever that might <laughs> look like. That is the sweetest thing. <laughs> my obsession is not so sweet now I I don't know if I should share share it um share it it. it's kind of on par with Marissa's um recently we have been talking a lot about the um what is it called Handmaid's Tale oh Mm -hmm. um and it's not a good obsession to have right now uh (laughs) But it feels relevant, right? It feels a little scary relevant. And at the same time, there's a lot in there that just makes me think of, which we'll get into it, but like anyone that does have any positive opinions about what's happened today, especially anyone with a uterus, Mm -hmm. um, really should dig deep and probably like that show she would slap some sense into you. That show is for you to be slapped sense into because um, you are participating and partaking in the oppression of your own rights and your own liberties and your own body. So Mm -hmm. also fun fact, someone we went to high school with posted a picture of that and they're like, is this our reality? And I responded, I was like, Amy always wears red. (laughs) 
the SCOTUS judge, she's, I feel like every picture I've seen her in, she's in red. And I was like, I, is this like foretelling of the future? Um, that's terrible. Yeah. I don't even think that's what we can kind of get into the conversation about it. I was telling Alex, I saw an Instagram post of people being like, we protected life today. Yeah. Like you need to understand like these, uh, these bands won't, won't affect people if it was like incest or rape or these things, no. except a lot of them will. And I was yeah. like, I don't even think people understood what they were supporting when they were no. because I was no. and, like anything. That's what doctors were saying. They're like anything that has to do with like removing a fertilized egg or like the beginning of a fetus or any, or zygote, anything like that. They're like, that's considered an abortion. They're like, if it's a medical thing, if it's implanted in the wrong spot, they're like, those are all abortions. And there's, there's like one, even with the Texas law, when it came out, they were saying that it excluded ecotopic, however you say it, epitopic, 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 yeah, pregnancies, <laughs> but the medicine that you have to use for those was illegal in Texas when their law yeah. just came out. So they're like, how are we supposed to treat them? If you're saying it's not illegal, but the medicine that we use is illegal. So people didn't even, I don't even think people understand the severity encompassing, encompassing yeah. this is. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of this stuff was about privacy to your body and medical treatment too. That's why it says it. Bodily generally, autonomy. Yeah. It like generally protects abortions because it was about, they used the right to privacy as the part of their argument. Man. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I also want to preface to anyone listening to this, this might feel, um, all over the place, but we wanted to have a space where we were just talking because there's nothing good to say right now. And that's not to sound negative because there is a lot of work happening and there is things being done, but like in this moment sitting in like the, Oh shit, like what is happening is okay. If we're still feeling like this in two months or in four weeks or whatever, that's a bigger conversation. But right now when something came out this morning, it's okay to sit in that. (laughs) Well, they also like pow, pow, pow. They came out. There's like four other decisions that have been horrible as well. Yeah. So back to back, you, you shared something about that. um, Yeah. I was just, didn't you Marissa? So some of the other decisions that came out already, and and I don't know if you've seen them on Twitter because I've been obsessed with Twitter and I need to get off of it because it's hurting my brain. But they talked about that um, they passed decisions through the Supreme Court over the last like week that states are required to fund private religious schools. Separation of church and state, anyone? Police can't be sued for not reading your Miranda rights. So literally police can just kill people and arrest whoever they want and do whatever they want. There's no repercussions. Um, That's concerning. (laughs) States don't need to provide medical care that could exonerate prisoners. And they expanded gun rights to carry with no permit. Yeah. So literally a day or two ago, they came out and they said that states don't have the capacity to regulate concealed carry. And it's like, basically, I need to read a little bit more into it, but essentially everyone can conceal carry because of what they just passed. Yeah. But states do have the right to regulate abortions and uterus. I uteruses. Okay. <laughs> right? Are we or are we not still constantly dealing with children in schools being mm. murdered? There's say it louder as a hands of don't get it. <laughs> gun violence? Is that it, not happening? I, someone literally <laughs> posted and they said, Yeah, we'll force you to have your baby and don't worry, you can get rid of it in about seven years when there's a mass shooting <gasps> in school. Mm. They did they that was like a political meme. It wasn't like they were yeah. actually saying like do that. No, but no, right. No. Yeah, but like it's like <laughs> it's truthful. Everyone's <laughs> like, like, like what? what do you do? Oh my god. There's been <laughs> there's Sorry. been 
there's also been other stuff passed about like if evidence comes forward after someone is incarcerated in prison that they can't use it to get them out of prison because their attorney should have done a better job like they're passing (gasps) stuff across the board they've also expanded um the what border patrol agents can do so the border zone is a hundred miles from the coast so ice can go that, into like huge some huge cities that around includes the coast almost now. every big city it includes 200 something million people it, it includes two-thirds of the u.s population and they just passed through some of these supreme court decisions in the last month that um those border patrol agents don't need to get warrants to search things or to search people and property, and they're, they're, they're not responsible for any damage to property or person that's caused by those searches. That like, is terrifying. This Supreme Court is, they're not even being judges. They no. are literally just political actors who got put into lifetime positions and are just rolling out whatever they want right now. Yeah. Also, this is the first thing I said. Find me one argument that's not religious, that's against abortion. That mm. why the, here's the thing: this conversation sh- shouldn't even be on the table. No, we're talking about medical care for an individual person in the body. Yeah. This, this shouldn't even be a conversation. There has to be a law about. We should just have access to medical care that we want. How does my abortion affect anybody else? Well, already right? it, it hurt my feelings. So <laughs> <laughs> I posted this. I posted this on the Instagram. I said, this is a little like irony in it all. All of these people that are like, I, I had to wear a mask. I had to get vaccinated, even though no one actually had to do any of that stuff. There was private businesses that like tried to make people and yeah. some public like universities and schools, which there's already required vaccinations for public schools. But I'm pretty sure Roe's protection of privacy for the body in- included forced vaccination. So now you could actually be forced by the federal government to get a vaccine, which you were not before. <laughs> I kind of wish this was going to be overturned, that it would have happened before vaccines came out. So then someone in government could have been like, okay, Okay, you all have to get a vaccine. Fuck you. Now it's required. Not your body, not your choice. (laughs) Like somehow you can, you can understand. I, there was a Fox news headline from like months ago that was like, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. You have the right to your body and da, 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 da. And they put it, they posted the picture today. And I was like, it's funny that we can understand like, you can't wear a mask for 30 minutes at a grocery store because it just is, it's too much for you. <laughs> but but somehow making someone carry a baby to term, a fetus to term into a baby, like what, what? Make it make sense. I'm trying to, I can't connect these dots in my head. My brain physically just doesn't, those neurons aren't there. I don't know. <laughs> you know, the argument, I, I had a coworker mention this to me today. Um, the argument that like, just put it up for adoption. Just put it up for adoption. I hate that like, argument. First off, fuck you. Yeah. Second off, fuck like, you again. <laughs> yes. But also, like, I I know that we're all friends with like all these, like, this is gonna sound mean, but like all these <laughs> very privileged, like happy go lucky suburban white people, mm-hmm. blonde women that are celebrating their you know pregnancies and all of that like they're not sharing any complications blah 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 unless they you know clearly have a very very difficult pregnancy that that's like what the general that's like the general thing that people post they're like look how happy i am yeah look how great it is yeah okay that's not it for everybody Mm -hmm. like um what my coworker was mentioning to me is like 
like you, you don't know how pregnancy will affect you as a person. Some people physically cannot do it. Some people um, are bedridden Mm -hmm. uh, for the majority of their pregnancy. People have lost eyesight. People gain diabetes. You can lose your teeth. You can lose your teeth. Did you know that? Hair loss is a thing. Like you're, you could break ribs. Yeah. You're whole insides are getting mushed around like okay you can have the bella happens. thorne experience bella thorne bella swan experience <laughs> bella, bella swan, swan. <laughs> close the bella thorne experience is exclusively on only fans okay <laughs> <laughs> we support sex workers just not rich people taking money from sex workers okay <laughs> thank you <laughs> um but you, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. like, yes, that's not everybody's experience, but everybody's experience is also not what um, our peers, you know, I say our peers because we grew up in very predominantly white gentrified, yes. um, rich suburban area where Walmart, all of these, exactly. Um, where all of these rich, um, primarily white people mm-hmm. have all these resources and, mm-hmm. and post how their lives are super fun and happy and perfect and made whole with a child. That is yeah. not the case for everybody. No. Which the dissenting argument literally talked about that it's going to dis- disproportionately affect. Maybe I don't, don't quote me on that. It might, maybe it might've been a video I saw too, but they just talked about it's, it's going to disproportionately affect poor people and black and brown people, like a lot of these laws will, because it just has to do with like access to either adequate medical care or just medical care in general. Well, we saw a movie, another movie wreck, wreck everyone. It's called aftershock. Um, there's a, this one's about, um, black women and pregnancy and pregnancy within the black community and how the medical community responds to that. And it's about the high mortality rate among, among black mothers. I, it looks even like today. It's supposed to be released onto Hulu and Disney Plus sometime this year, but it's a whole documentary oh, yeah. about that. And they talk about the difference and like they've entered, they interviewed some black doctors that are like people like we were dying because people wouldn't care for us. And even when you have mm-hmm. like, there's been celebrities that have gone in that have had huge medical issues because the doctors didn't believe them. And I was like, even they have the most access, but because of their skin color, they just went, oh, you're fine. Like you have a high pain tolerance. And they're like, they I must die. Differently. Yeah. Stuff. That's so sad. Which, so relevant. Yeah. When we're thinking about race and money and stuff like that too, when you make it a state thing instead of national laws, it's also saying like, if you have the means, if you can take off work, if you have the money, if you have the access to hotel rooms, if you know mm-hmm. how to find a doctor, if you speak different languages, if you know how to find a doctor who can speak your language in another place, mm-hmm. then you can access this, which also like kind of relates to the original birth control movement that it was birth control and abortion access and stuff like that had always been accessible to wealthy, specifically white women. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't accessible to other people. And like, I, we're going to start seeing parallels, which I do think that there's a lot of people and organizations that have been prepping for this Yeah, and it might not be exactly what we might all be envisioning in our heads, but Mm -hmm. the fact that people can cross state lines, which I'm just going to say here, anyone listening, if you ever want to take a trip somewhere for whatever reason, you can visit us. Just, just hit us up. Say that you want, you want a travel buddy. I will happily drive across multiple state lines so we can explore. We are great on a road trip. We just road tripped over like twelve to fifteen hours to Tennessee. We're great on a road trip. So, but it would just be a road trip, and then yeah. 
if you needed a place to stay at some point, I could find people places like it would just be a trip. It would be a fun I'm trip. really good at planning things. I'll make you like a spreadsheet and everything. It's great. You really are good. We we love a good spreadsheet. Thank you. <laughs> we try. Oh, but um the when we were talking about like the changes happening with everything, this I just want to say this before I forget again. The dissenters literally came out and they said the issue with everything that's happening is that this wasn't struck down because there was like new developments in the, in the medical and science community, or there was like a huge overhaul of like politics in America and people decided they didn't want this. They said it literally happened because the court changed. They said this wasn't yeah. representative of the, of the people. This wasn't representative mm-hmm. of, of new information. The judges changed. And so they just overturned whatever they wanted, which about so they took advantage like yeah, four or of five the of them in the majority. Four yes. or five of them under oath said they would, wouldn't overturn Roe v. Wade. Uh, impeach, impeach, impeach. <laughs> well, not just four or five of them. All six of them said during their confirmation hearing stuff about Roe v. Wade being precedent. Yeah. And them understanding that it was precedent. That it was un- upheld for 50 years. Yeah, them understanding that it was upheld for a long time. And, and they also, nearly all of them, including good old Clarence, said in their hearings that they understand that they're not political actors, that their role is to be a judge and take facts as they come to them and to not enact political motivations. Where are your facts? Where is the money coming from? Mm-hmm. Part of the facts, I was trying to even read what the Dobbs-Jackson decision was because that's the one that just overturned it. And part of it was them saying there was like a couple burdens of proof that had to be like about how the law could be regulated for uh, like the abortion laws to be regulated. And one of them was like prenatal or fetal pain, like to reduce fetal pain. And I was like, do, do you even know what that means? I think they, they're they literally just making things up. Like, they don't even what give the hell? Meds for IUDs. If you can't explain to me <laughs> how pregnancy works from the minute an egg is fertilized all the way through gestation to birth, then you can't give me a political opinion and a law on oh. it. Gestation. We have a medical doctor in the room. I learned it in AP bio in high you school. You literally said that right when I thought it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm so smart. <laughs> we all are. I want to ask you all. I know that we're part of the way in already. If you all could say like a sentence or just like some random words, like word vomit. Like what, what was your first response or like, what, what were you feeling when you saw like the phone notification or someone looked at you and said it, what was happening around you? So for me, I was doing research for my new job. I don't know if you all didn't know I got a new job. I'm a little bit happier, but still depressed. Um, I was doing research about how to get more people access to these, this, these scholarships we offer for tech upskilling for it's predominantly aimed at women. And it's just like so funny. I was like, we're making all these advancements and trying to. And in that same moment where I'm sitting there just like trying to make connections because it's a fully funded scholarship, hit me up if anyone wants to apply. Um, <laughs> but I was making these connections. <laughs> and then Alex texted me and said, Road just got overturned. And I said, mm-hmm. and I literally just sat there for like 30 minutes and just stared. I didn't do any work. I just like sat at the table and was like, give me one word feeling. This is the quietest y'all ever hear her. <laughs> One word. Don't Martha has zero feelings. Come back to me. I'm going to Google She's some words. Google it's, word. just, it's just a lot of feelings. I know what you mean. Are we you got to find were- the right one. What were you doing? And like, what 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 was was your reaction? So I've been at work all day. Mm. So 
you know, you guys know, Alex, your skin looks amazing. First I got a tan. <laughs> it looks really tan. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Marissa, you, your skin also you looks healthy. She looks really, my tan really tan. <laughs> yeah. I'm more in the d- dark than she is. <laughs> okay. I was like, why do you look more tan than she does? No, we both got tan. Um, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> so as you both know, I've been working ridiculous hours. Yes. Ridiculous hours. Um, and so today I was at work all day and like I have taken a hiatus from a majority of social media we love and that. um I know this isn't very intelligent to do especially as what we do but um from the news and things like that after an exhausting last presidency um <laughs> and a lot of trauma that came with that yes so a lot of my news I get from uh, my boyfriend, he'll just like text me and be, or be like, hey, I need to fill you in on what's happening. Um, so I was at work and he had texted me that they were going to be voting, but I didn't see it. Um, and then I was having a conversation with um, one of my bosses, who is a black woman, um, and one of my coworkers, who is a trans woman. And we are just you know, talking about something completely unrelated. And, and my boss, she just looked down at her, at her watch and was like, mid conversation, just like it got, Hey, it got overturned. And we were both like, wait, what are you talking about? And she said, like, Roe v. Wade got turned over, like overturned. And just mid conversation, we were like, what the fuck? Yeah. Mm. Excuse me. Like, okay, we could have seen this coming, but still it's a reality that it actually happened. Oh yeah. And, um, my first thought was I felt like I was going to cry because, um, this directly affects all of us first off. And my second thought was, I know that a lot of people primarily anti-choice people are going to say that we are being overly dramatic. Um, blowing things out of proportion and just like getting ahead of ourselves as to what is going to happen next. But we weren't wrong when it came to Trump mm-hmm. and the damage that he was going to cause. We and this is wrong. still damage from him. Yeah. Even the taxes, him, that people, yes. people don't even realize the taxes that they're going to get hit with are because of him. Yeah. Because of the stuff he put everything. in everything. Yeah. It, for, from, from his presidency, mm-hmm. his whole dynamic, yeah. everything Ooh. that he encouraged. <laughs> yes, exactly. Everything he encouraged, the culture and the hate and the divide, all of that is entirely directly linked to how he ran the country and that mob mentality that he instilled Mm -hmm. in all of these, um, I wouldn't even say conservatives, far right, like alt-right they're like, not even conservative anymore. They're like it's like they're not. They're like authoritarian. Fascist. It's like a weird. Exactly. Yeah. Also, my mom said, I don't know if it's true. I haven't looked into it. That there's someone that came out and said that in private that Trump came out and said that he thinks it was a bad decision to overturn it. I mean, I think his whole thing was. Oh, a really? I think every yeah. Um, but just like that was my next thought. Just people that told us that we're blowing things out of proportion. You know, those of us that were in actual tears when Trump got elected, like we were told we were being stupid. 
yeah. we were told that we were um, being dramatic and that, oh, it's not even going to affect you that much. Really? Really? Like, it's going to affect us that much. And mm-hmm. as a person with a uterus that has had an abortion that is doing things that I want freely with my body when it comes to my reproductive health, like this is actually terrifying. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what will come next Mm -hmm. because sure right now it's like each state is regulating my own state. Basically you guys said it had a trigger trigger ban, ban, right? Um, I'm in, in the Midwest South mid, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Like, yes. And it's, it's primarily conservative over here. Mm -hmm. You know, our Planned Parenthood was basically driven out of state. Yeah. It was supposed to come back. I was literally just on the phone with my mom about that. And it hasn't. Yeah. Um, in, in Rogers, it was supposed to come back and the week that they were supposed to open up, they've been, they had been getting protests and stuff like that. Like they're, these people not have jobs. They must not. No, they don't. They have children to uh, be out standing in the sun and the heat in 80 degree weather, 90 degree weather, like protesting something that these children don't even fucking understand and they don't even understand. Um, but, you know, it starts with that, like regulation. But at what point do we move from regulation and um, not letting someone do something with their own body mm-hmm. to now you're not allowed like the whole contraceptive issue and to um marriage equality and marriage equality or punishing people that have had abortions yeah like me or doctors yeah like where does that end because mm-hmm. i don't think if we're on this track with no stop to it like this train's not gonna fucking stop and like you said there's already like lawmakers pushing for ending same-sex marriage. Mm-hmm. One of Claire, Clarence even, Thomas came out and said that he's yes. like, these were also errors that were made in, in retrospective. Like the, he yeah. said it was time to reevaluate Griswold, which is birth control. Um, Lawrence, which was uh, so, quote your own sodomy, same-sex sex. And then um, Aber, Aber, which is uh marriage equality he said he literally came out and said it's time to reevaluate all of these two like do we not understand that these things have been protected legally Mm. for not that long yeah not that long at all it's it's crazy to think that that we even have to protect them are yes and that like my like same sex friends that are like planning marriages and mm-hmm. like have been married and shit like that, that wasn't legal or possible for them mm-hmm. when just right before high school, which even like, when right you get when into we that, there's school? still stuff with like, if we're talking kids. about trans people trying to, oh. trying to be married, not kids trying to be married. And then also people with different abilities trying to get married. Yeah. There's like weird laws on that, that I never knew, which I haven't seen that conversation that much. And then I'm going to ask already a new year, your word, your one word thought. I came up with mine um, too. We, I'm not seeing the conversation a lot about how disability impacts who gets abortions. Yeah. Because some bodies physically can't hold a pregnancy. Like it, it will kill exactly. somebody to hold a pregnancy. Yeah. And then also just the conversation of like, sometimes people just don't want a fucking kid. So like, yeah, 
they shouldn't have and people to will be like 10 months i literally people will be like what if you got aborted i yell at my mom all the time that was like an argument that i'd be like you should have aborted me mom and she like, <laughs> and I was literally talking to her today about it and she's like you wouldn't have known she's you like know, you wouldn't I have been born said, you know something insane like you wouldn't or you know something out of this world you wouldn't have you wouldn't have known if you if you were we would have we all we could be living in an abortion fantasy we all could be aborted <laughs> we don't know <laughs> it's another reality think about that <laughs> hashtag abortion fantasies um it's not what you think it means already <laughs> uh, and what's your one word or one feeling um okay um frustrated i'm frustrated that's a good because one. i'm scared and i'm angry yeah mm-hmm. yeah i told I told you guys earlier, I had this little coworker. Um, she's barely 16, 17, mm-hmm. um, like young. Yeah. And she came in and I, I overheard her um, talking to a coworker and she said like uh, that she was very frustrated. Well, she didn't know I was there. Yeah. And, and this coworker, you know, he's, he's like, yeah, we're, this is scary. This is frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like what, I don't understand why people think that, that anyone like me should get to control anyone like you. And, yeah. and she just said like, no, I'm actually scared. Like, I know that when I'm 20 ish, you know, I don't, I'm not going to want a kid. What am I supposed to do? She's like, if, yeah. if I got pregnant right now, I would want an abortion right now. Yeah. And like, I was like, hyping her up. Like, I feel bad, but I was like, stay mad little one, like be pissed. <laughs> yes. And she's like, she's like, giggling but like frustrated she's like I'm very mad and I go be pissed be angry yeah you can be angry this is affecting this is gonna affect you more than people realize so be fucking angry which anger is a is a powerful emotion and I think we're so often taught like there's other things hiding beneath it which sometimes don't choose violence Anger is powerful. They, like we are taught not to feel anger, especially by people in power above us because it can be powerful. And I'm not saying that mm-hmm. people should just go on like violent brigades and X, Y, and Z, but like anger is an emotion that needs to be felt and like actions yeah. can come from that. Um, Inside Out 2, Pixar, hit us up. Is there already a second one? Maybe three, I don't know. Hit us up for a sequel and we will um, make the movie about how anger is important this time instead of just sadness. We'll just make a podcast in her head. Yeah. yeah. Um, my, you I'll know say, what? Oh, no, you go. I was going to say, I'll, I was going to say my word real quick. Um, I decided my word is spooked. Cause at first I was like, disbelieve, yeah. hopeless. I was like, I don't, that's not what I'm feeling. Cause like I, it is kind of feeling, it does feel hopeless, but it's also not like, I know that people are fighting and we will continue to fight. And like, this is a battle that's been going. And like, I'm not actually in disbelief because we knew it was coming. Mm. And those, those little fuckers in those chairs, most of them are annoying up there. So like we knew. So I think it's spooked. It's just, it's like, wow. Part of me did hope and believe that maybe they were taking so long because they were, they were going to change they it. They were going to change their minds. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a little baby optimist. Being an optimist is also a good thing. Like I'm not talking about necessarily toxic positivity, but the idea of like, that's I, my favorite, like my obsession's <laughs> beginning, right? The idea of being able to maintain some type of hope or some type of, I believe in something different or something better. Yeah that's what can sustain us. And that's what can sustain community because we can look at our, like, what's the point if you don't, well, like, and we can look at our neighbors and the people around us and say, like, 
there's people standing with me. So I don't think there's anything wrong with any of, and I don't know if Iridian was on the same impression, anyone thinking like maybe they were taking so much time because maybe they were going to change their minds. But that's what kind of what AOC said. I don't know if you all, I, I think I read part of it too. I don't know if you saw it already. And she had a long post and she's like, this will take work. Like it'll be hard. And she's like, the point of being a lawmaker isn't to make new systems. It's not to reinvent the wheel. She's like, this is the things that we want to emulate are happening in communities and they're happening on smaller scales. It's to utilize that and make that a community that, that everyone can be a part of. And I think that's a really good thing to remember. Like there is things happening. Like someone talked about there's underground stuff happening. There will hundred percent be underground stuff happening with this. There's also just different States and yeah. organizations that are very public talking about what they're doing. There's doctors yeah. and medical organizations that have already come out and been like, no, we're going to keep doing what we're going to do. And you're going to get over it. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. think you have to tell us what you were doing in your word, Alex. Yes. I, my, my story is a little sad, fun. I was giving a training to students, two student agencies, organizations, one that works with queer and trans students and one that works on gender equity issues. <laughs> and we're in the middle of a training. Of- we're doing, um, we were doing a team building activity and it was fun and people were laughing. And then my coworker came up and went, Alex, the decision just dropped. And I was like, and I was like, are we going to talk about it with them? And then we were like, okay, we're going to talk about it with them. And then when we went to talk about it, one of the students was like, I don't want to be negative, but I need to say something. And I went, we're about to talk about it right now. (laughs) Hold on. And so we had a discussion with them about like what they were feeling and then what they could do in their capacity. That's also like when, right. When the hope comes in to say like you all as students in an education space have so much more power than any staff or faculty member, like this institution is run by you. And Mm -hmm. what does that mean? And what that's the same thing with us as like citizens and technically as voting citizens, which voting is not a fix all. I know this, but that's the same thing as us. Like we are the ones who have the power. We put these people in their positions. So we have the power if we mobilize the right way to take them out of their fucking positions. When they also, don't we know where them. they live. I are, I posted the justices addresses. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good. It can get doxxed my ass. I don't care. This is a vote, a voting thing real quick. Voting is not the end all, but we can set examples, especially at the local level. If you live in Kansas, mm-hmm. register to vote. And vote no in August. They're yes. they're going to be one of the first states I think that has it up on like a ballot to vote mm-hmm. to vote. Excuse me about access to abortion and like if we can have pro choice or whatever. You however you want to say it. Vote no. Look it up if you're in Kansas and get ready to vote. This is your time. Set an example for the rest of the country. The majority of the people don't care or don't want an abortion ban. Yeah. So be a part of that voice and like make those voices heard. Because a very small sector of people are being represented right now. And I'm yeah. annoyed. I'm so annoyed about it. You all, this is like when well, you're- oh, What was your word? Well, I'll say it once okay. This is like when you're in high school and you have like that jockey white boy who has the Justin Bieber cut and wears like the crew socks and like pretends to be best friends with the teacher. And like the teacher only gives him attention. And you're like, there's a class of 29 other people here who are significantly better than this person. <laughs> Please. <laughs> That's what I need attention. <laughs> I like that you described the jockey white boy of uh, 2007. Not, <laughs> I know not of right like, now. Someone's like, I'll never forget. There was that one white boy that walked around going, inst, inst, inst. and I was like, wait, I still do that. <laughs> well, right now it would be a jockey white boy. It would be like the the fake emo painted nail like famous tiktok boy famous tiktok boy who's actually just a jockey white boy but is like 
masquerading as like a rock punk boy. (laughs) (laughs) Got really in depth with that one. (laughs) Anyways, my word. um, Also, like we're laughing and making some jokes. I I cope with laughter and jokes. So like whatever, whatever method you use to feel emotions and to do that is you might have to tailor it for the people around you, but like do yeah. it. It's okay. If you walk into a room of crying people, maybe you don't start laughing at them. And <laughs> yeah. or maybe do Just pointing. <laughs> <laughs> you're crying. Oh wait, your word, your word. <laughs> my word, my word's kind of sad. Not like the hope word. Um, I would say if I could use like a feeling or a word, it was just like numb. If you know the scenes yeah. in a movie, yes, yeah, and like things start to move slow and there's just like a ringing in their ears and the, the actors kind of just like, you all can't see me because this is a video, but already in a mercy can see me, but the actor just kind of like gaze um, eyed and like the four mouth, the four blank chapters from like new moon or whatever book it was. Yeah. Like the, the, <laughs> the ringing ears just kind of standing still like this can't October. Be yeah. November. <laughs> That's what December <laughs> 2020 it goes to February. <laughs> 2022 no right <laughs> <laughs> so I would say n- numb would be like my one word yeah and I also had to like of course like anger's in there too but I had to maintain my emotional composure in front of a room of students because I yeah. right like I could you sit- also don't want to scare like, yeah a whole room and I don't want to make them feel not hopeful or not like they they don't have control over anything because yeah. there are little things they can control but numb that's you're so that's so good like you're you're like in your like intuition that's not the right word but like your instinct to like not frighten other people and be like I hold it together so that they can hold it together and they're not afraid like um if you could extend that benefit to me sometimes and be nice to me (laughs) Alex (laughs) because I was very upset and in yeah. the moment I I, I think held, that's like, all okay yeah too yeah you know um also you mentioned toxic positivity mm-hmm. earlier Miss um me. I've uh, yes I've <laughs> already like seen some people that are very clearly anti-choice posting about this is dividing our country I only care about loving everyone. If they sip you their know? coffee. <laughs> it's not about what happens in the government. It's about how God tells us to love one another. They, Boys, make, their, they <laughs> make their monthly donation to build a wall. <laughs> they're, they're like taping this out and they're like, oh, like they get a PayPal notification that their donation went through. <laughs> There's too many thoughts. And we're going to do a whole episode talking like this, <laughs> like this. And we're going to talk like I am so thankful for Braylon and Brandon <laughs> and Kaylee Lee. I just want to pull it's out my hair and run in front of a car, but also drive a bus into a building that I'm not going to say. So the FBI doesn't get me, <sighs> you know, two, two thoughts. Um, we only want to hear the second one. No. Okay. The (laughs) second. The second one was pretty good. Um. Fuck. I hope. Oh, I remember what it was. The first one. Our nephew a few years ago had a um. They had a scare at their school that there was an actual shooter. Fucking middle schooler. He went home, 
actually believing that he was in, in genuine danger. That traumatizes a child. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, that is terrifying. He actually thought he was going to die. Um, this was a few years ago. My second thought was, um, things have worked in the past for the French. We should take a page out of their book. That is it. The French is good at it. The they French make change happen. <laughs> the French are like, that's their thing. They protest. Yeah, it is. That's what's hard. So like I was some of the people Wait, I just have to say this. For anyone who might have heard my inappropriate joke, gun violence is real and we cannot not pretend that there is not an irony and like a laughable juxtaposition to the fact that like crazy, like not they are giving people more rights to weapons while we are seeing an increase in mass shootings every single year. While they're also saying, we believe in life, you don't get to control your own body. And you so have to have more kids that are going to be put in dangerous situations. Yes. And we're not going to do anything about it. So I, I make yeah. that comment to just point out the irony of like, you have to birth them. But it like, makes you want to pull out your hair and eat my eyelashes like, one by one. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the joke isn't about that gun violence. children are dying. No. The joke is the fact that they don't fucking give a shit about us yeah. or our children and they want us to suffer which if it sounds really bad i'll just cut it all out so maybe you guys won't hear any of this <laughs> we'll see oh when oh protesting though so here the city that we're in it's like the way the population is just disper- dispersed it makes it like awkward to protest because like of where some of like the courthouses and like the government buildings are, but like where people are and where activity is. So it makes it and like where people will even see you. Um, but some people at Alex's thing were like, Oh, we're going to go over here and we're going to protest. And I was like, what is that going to do? Like no one's even mm-hmm. there. Like cars, not like cars will see you. It's not like this. And she made a good point. It's like building, it's like bringing a community together that, you know, yeah. like supports you. And I was like, yeah, that's definitely a valid reason. If you're out protesting, do your thing. Yeah. Be safe, especially if you're in a bigger area where there is, might be a consequence. And remember, they just, the Supreme Court just this week they also has to read your, your Miranda rights. The police officers will not get in trouble for not reading Miranda rights. Don't talk to cops. Yeah. Memorize a phone number. Memorize a landline, someone else's cell phone, because you might not have your cell phone. You might lose it or they might take it. So those are like take steps like that to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. also if you're going to go out to one that just like is chill and you're just like holding a sign somewhere for like a couple hours and you all go home, meet those people, build a yeah. community, outreach, do it that way too. I think there's, there is validity in that. And sometimes I, I undermine that a bit because you always think of protests as like the pictures that we saw on the history books and like yeah. the big things, but those little ones are important too. Just like letting people yeah. know this community, your neighbors are here with you, you yeah. know, and donating time. So like, we're seeing a lot of stuff online right now saying like, donate to the abortion funds, which yes, 100%. Those are going to help people pay for travel. Those are going to help people pay for access to um, medication, access abortions, to abortions yeah. and access to medical abortions. But also with that donating time, like mm-hmm. what, what do organizations around you need physical time, physical people and bodies to help with. We yeah. were just yeah. a talk with nonprofit um, owners or participants. I don't know what you would call them. 
And all of them were like, we love the money. We need the money and we need bodies. We need people who Mm -hmm. will also offer their time and energy, not just financial. And there's different forms of that. I think we always see activism as like front lines and like, what are you doing? But you can do back end things where like, you're helping, you're literally helping make like meal packages for people or supporting the team doing things. Like there's a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So just reach out to your local organizations or even get your friends together to do something and see what you can do. Mm -hmm. Cause there's Mm -hmm. a lot of ways to get involved. And like, even my mom was like, I'm worried about making friends with people that I know because like a lot of people my age like we disagree on things I was like just straight up ask them I was like that's one way Two, she said she um, was like go go find events or organizations that you like that you know have those better mentalities I was like work with them yeah volunteer time show up to what they're doing and I was like then you like-minded people especially if you're in if there's bubbles if you're around really conservative or really like whatever people you can find people that think like you and like want human rights to prevail you know Mm -hmm. also if you ever come across resources Mm -hmm. like I know that people say social media activism is not as some people don't agree with it or think that it won't do anything but number one you never know who those resources will reach Mm -hmm. and number two you don't know who will feel solidarity just by understanding that you have been there as well, or that you agree with them or that you would support them. Yeah. Like both of those things. That's always important. Um, The only time I would ever critique like a social media activism is like when people were using like the Black Lives Matter protest as photo ops, like their photo ops. (laughs) And they were showing up and they're like, here's my Coachella picture at a Black Lives Matter protest where someone just lost their eye last night. Like (laughs) that's when I'd be like, "Mm, what are we doing? But in general, yeah, I think I think underestimate the same thing way I was saying I I was undervaluing some more like smaller protests. I think we underestimate the impact that social media can have and the reach that it can have, which speaking Mm -hmm. of that, I posted it. I'll repost it on the Instagram. I'll post in the link to this. I made like a a Google doc. Like there's a lot of Google docs out there already and tried to just compile resources that we were finding and websites and tried to organize it into like what is actual, like seeking abortion care or what, or what the hotlines are like legal services. So we'll link that and you all can add to it or share it if you need to or want to. Um, but we have like a little compilation of some resources, which I think is good. It was fun. Um, (laughs) researching. Thank you so much for that. You, you, you're really good at that. Mercedes Google. I, (laughs) I wanted to know, like earlier we were talking about how it feels like even voting and things like that like that's mm-hmm. not a fix all and everything and like things feel helpless yeah like yes 100 percent. Mm-hmm. also just keep in mind like we are in the majority yeah. as much as it yes. doesn't feel like say it louder say it louder we are 100 percent in the majority mm-hmm. um just because these people are representing us does not does not mean that they are accurately or proportionally representing us. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the reason for gerrymandering. That is the reason for. Um, that's the know, reason we're, why they place prisons in certain spots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the reason why um, they keep oppressing poor and poor people, people of color. That's why these people don't have access to sex education and things mm-hmm. like that, because these resources or lack of resources and, and lack of education and lack of attention is made to keep them down because they know we are in the majority. Yes. So 
eventually things are going to pan out. I, I don't doubt that. I don't think that it's going to happen anytime soon. I think it, we're going to go through a shit show just to get to it. Yes. But um, yeah, we're in the majority and like, sure us, you know, um, we're on the cusp. We're Gen Z, Gen, Gen X. Like we, yeah. we're right. We're right there. No, Gen Z and millennials. Millennial. There we go. Gen X is like 40. (laughs) Why? (laughs) We're on the cusp of Gen Z and and Gen X. You know, we just skipped a couple. (laughs) I'm a whole generation. I think we're technically Um, considered Gen Z by a lot of things, but I think we'd be like right at the very beginning. Yes. Yeah. And like, have like a little bit of, I hate using the word faith, but have a little bit of faith in, in Gen Z, you know, like, these children are outgrowing their parents' views mm. more than even we were. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be in charge of things mm. very, very soon, much sooner than expected. And all of those people that are decrepit and have these beliefs are not going to be very alive very soon. Mm. Just mm. age-wise, not, not because they're this isn't, in danger. Yeah, this isn't any, that's not a like, threat. That's just like god's way well and also so (laughs) on that same note we mentioned trump and some of the stuff that happened during his administration there's also been a lot of blue politicians and presidencies that had the ability to codify roe and and actively chose not to even with with um super majorities and so this also goes for not to cannibalize your own side and your own team but question and educate yourself on who is running and what does that look like? And how are you, how are you talking about people with the people around you? How are you educating the communities mm-hmm. around you? What does that look like? What does that mean? Um, cannibalize your side. <laughs> she was waiting to say that she was like, it was like <laughs> pent up inside of her. <laughs> no, but she's right. Educate, educate. Um, also, I think to, I think that we write off Gen Z really quickly I think there's some things that miss the mark, like when we're calling a person invading another country daddy as to get to get <laughs> under his skin. You know, I think there's some things we could do a little bit better. But I think a big thing, it goes back to the thing that AOC said, it's about building that community. Yep. And I think the younger people need to respect some of the foundation that was laid from by people before them. But I also think that people before them need to be willing to be like, oh, we need to change the stuff that we built. There needs to be like, we need to modernize or we need to, there's things that, that will make it better for the future. Um, Cause I think that disconnect, I yes. saw, I've just seen, I've seen some young people get on the internet and like trash literal revolutionaries that will be, that should have like statues to them. Yeah. And then I've, but I've also seen older people. They're like, well, this is the way that we've done it. So I think it's like that combination. Yeah. And like, again, uh, it all comes back to building community and that's what we're trying to do here. We want to be your friends. <laughs> Which your friends. <laughs> to jump on that, you all, there is a little community here. And I know it kind of sounded jokey in the beginning, but like if people need to take a trip somewhere just to go sightseeing, this is a space where there is like a small collective of people from various parts of the country and maybe the world. I don't actually know where everyone's from who interacts with this stuff. Reach out to the Instagram or email. I've had a discord ready to drop for a while. We're just scared. We're a little scared. Yeah. Reach out <laughs> to some of these spaces though, because- there's a lot of people who want to take trips and have places that people can say while they're taking trips and can show them sightseeing spots and can can connect them to experts to learn about new things. Yes. You know, use your networks. Wink. Even networks that you might not fully know. I know we're st- technically strangers, but this 
it doesn't have to be a parasocial relationship. We can, we, we can interact in some capacity. That's what media is for. Definition real quick for people who don't know what parasocial relationship is. It's when there's like a person behind a screen. A lot of times it's referred to like major Hollywood celebrities and I am a major, you build all, you build a relationship with them and they have no (laughs) idea who you are, which like, I'm on Instagram all the time. I'm like, 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 comment, comment, respond. So it's not for me. Maybe it is for you, Alex. Get your head out of the sky. My head is right where it needs to be. We know every time someone likes our post, we're like, oh my God, we love you. Yeah, we yeah. do. We love you. I'm on that Instagram. Okay. I'm a, I've a, I actually have a social media addiction. I'm on that Instagram all the time. You all probably, I get, I post videos. Alex, I know you weren't at work today because you posted a bunch of videos. Um, but yeah, no joking, like all that joking aside, I think there is be frustrated. You can feel a little helpless to these things, but there is, there is things we can do. And even if you don't want to be the one holding the sign on the, and in a justice justice's yard, mm-hmm. there's other ways that you can help people. You can open your doors to people. You can reach out to the local, um, organizations, you know, and, and also, you, go. you go, you go first. Nope. Yeah. You go. Mine's okay. a different topic. <laughs> Mine is as well, um, <laughs> not to be chaotic, but I've had, um, chaotic energy all day. If you see these like neutral or like people that clearly don't agree, fucking question them. Yes. They question them. Just get them out of your lives. Question them. Yes. Be like, Hey, you're dumb. Maybe not like that, but <laughs> maybe like that know, though, <laughs> you know, like we're, we are building a community at the same time. Like it is not your job to exhaust yourself over yeah. people that clearly really do not understand. To, yeah. Um, you're welcome to try and educate. You don't have to, Mm-mm. and you don't have to keep them in your lives because clearly our lives do not matter to them. So mm-hmm. anyway, continue. and a good way to address that too, if you're meeting, if there's people in your life that are neutral or are on the fence and it's someone you're wanting to engage, just focus on the privacy do you believe that we have a right to privacy from the government interfering in our day-to-day activities? Simple. Mm-hmm. Do, do we have a right to privacy from the government knowing intimate details about us, knowing what's happening between us and our doctor? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Simple, simple question, simple answer. I bet you there's a lot of mm-hmm. straight conservative white men that don't want people to know what they've put up their butts. <laughs> <laughs> privacy with your doctor. <laughs> looked up the x-rays of what people put in their it's impressive it's impressive no Wait, but it's, so this yeah. is a, this is a little bit more serious <laughs> just some like tips and information so maybe i should have said this earlier on because maybe people who need to hear this aren't listening anymore <laughs> the people who are turning people in more than anything mm-hmm. are medical professionals we'll make a note of that in our description as well mainly nurses so they're with um nursing is like the most important role and somehow the most ridiculous people, half of them are nurses. So with medication abortions, if something goes wrong, it shows up the same way in a doctor's office as a miscarriage. But with some of the stuff that the Supreme Court has been passing and with a lot of stuff that we agreed to when we sign up for different social media accounts, your blood or something, our, no, our data is easily accessed. So if we were searching stuff about abortions, about accessing abortion medications, um, if we have things that have been, I know people are talking about period trackers. I don't think it's as intense as people think it is, but if there is things that are, that they were creating a data trail of some of this information, mm-hmm. if someone goes to a hospital, even saying they're having just a regular miscarriage and it was from abortion pills and someone believes it might've been, they can turn them in and try and, and 
um, investigate it. Mm-hmm. So be cautious about that. Be cautious about what your digital footprint looks like. Also, Planned Parenthood's not gone. No. Planned Parenthood is a medical facility. And the ones that were that could perform like full um, medical abortions that weren't just pills, they have resources. Maybe not all of them that like an emergency situation might have. They have medical resources still. Planned Parenthood is still an organization. It still has doctors. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I wanted anyone listening to know is in particular, medical professionals are the one that I want to say the stat that someone told me was like 80% of the time are the ones who are turning people in for abortions in these states that already passed some of these laws. And then um, following up with that, that there's a bunch of different websites going around a really good one. And it's kind of like a hub and where I might've gotten an educational training through is abortionpillinfo.org, which we have that linked in our resources. So you'll have that too. And the list of resources that Marissa made too, there's a lot of good information. As was said previously, professionals, advocates, um, policymakers, people have been preparing for this for a few years, if not kind of under the belt for like a decade or so now, because mm-hmm. the conversation mm-hmm. has been happening. This did it's not been happening out, since wrote since it was first. Passed. This did not come out of nowhere. The places are prepared. Their reasoning is out of nowhere. Is yeah. the yeah? But, I think that's what. I don't, I'm not trying to be toxically positive, but like Marissa said, underground things may happen and people are prepared. There's organizations that are prepared. So connect with them, donate to them. There's organizations in every single state, I think. Orgs in every state and going to other states for trips is not illegal. Mm-mm. And so we can also know how to make smart decisions mm-hmm. and um, be conscious of the decisions that we're making to make sure we're protecting mm-hmm. ourselves and the people around us to where we're also getting the access that we need to stuff. Mm-hmm. That's my soapbox. We can do it. I we love it. it. I think it'll be tough mm-hmm. for a little bit, but I think we can do it. You know what I've been saying? No viruses when people get sick, like if you get the flu or something your fever usually peaks the highest right before it breaks and right before your body like fights it down the most. This shit's about to break. Which there's two outcomes, right? Like the virus could take mm-hmm. you or your body fights <laughs> it off on a break. <laughs> this shit's about to break. Like, there's still like the tiny there's probability. Like 0.1% chance. So we're going with, we're but... at the point where our fever might be breaking. The point where we're just like, we've been sick for a few days now. We're so tired of this. That's the point that we're reaching in society. The fever's about to break. We're seeing like this dying, like Aridium was saying, these Supreme Court justices who are supposed to be bipartisan, these Supreme Court justices and even some of these conservative like Ted Cruz's, they are in the minority. There is nearly nobody who likes them. (laughs) Nobody likes them. (laughs) There will be a reckoning. (laughs) Shame. 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 (laughs) Oh, Game of Thrones <laughs> reference there. You all, this conversation uh, made me tired. Yeah, this is Same. this is kind of all over the place. Hopefully, you got something from it, or it was just nice to hear someone kind of be on the same like what the fuck is happening wavelength as maybe you are. It just mm-hmm. also this is like a weird Not little shout out. Three, some I don't. There's no. I, there probably is like two of you that are listening. I want to just give a shout out to people that we went to high school with. There's a lot of people we went to high school with oh, yeah. that never talked about anything, or they were super yeah. conservative in high school, and now they're like guns ablazing the opposite direction. But like, yeah. like anti guns, <laughs> but guns ablazing. Um, but now they're just like gung ho. Like they're like. We support, we, we, support rights we support rights for people. We care about people. And I'm just really impressed. And it just, it, it, 
it it goes to show you that when people as you get older and get more access as not as even just older as you get access to well, more as you get more access as a person um mm-hmm. you you learn more and somehow most of these people tend to go towards the human rights left liberal brigade however you want to say it and also you just you're just more open mm. i think i think a lot you, of people learn more yeah, yeah i don't know so i'm just a really impressed people, with a lot of people i'm 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 impressed too there's yeah. a lot of people that you would assume would go the other the uh, completely opposite way yeah um i know earlier i mentioned like your typical rich blonde woman going through pregnancy. Yeah. Funny enough, like I have one of my closest friends is someone that grew up like in a, you know, um, what's the middle? Moderate? Pay? Oh, middle class? class? Middle class. There we go. <laughs> English. Um, very like middle class, you know, um, very white family sort of thing and she's very outspoken very up in arms and I know she recently shared some stuff with us about her experiences as a new mom and things like that yeah love you so much um but like really like it's people like that like I'm not saying that I ever doubted that she would be on that side but we see a lot of people that you know or people that just never said anything before and then you'll just wait to see someone post and I'm like oh it's nice to know that like that you cared that you either listened to someone or you learned something or you maybe you had this opinion the whole time and you didn't know how to talk about it but yeah yeah or you know there there was a different focus in your life and and yeah things just started getting to the point where they're boiling over and you have to say something like it's relieving to see so many people that you wouldn't expect or that you would expect but finally have confirmation of yeah speaking out it's I'm going to end it with a, with a banger and off of, off, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> off of, um, like bell hooks, I- ideology, when we live in empathy, kindness, and love, there's no way we can't live in a society where one, we are leaning more left quotes left. around left, whatever this really means. And two, that we're, we're creating communities and environments where people are safe, supported, and cared protected for. and cared for yeah. like when we live and we not just day to day not just in an instagram post when we live every day in empathy and kindness and understanding that humans have lived experiences that we need to make space for and we need to connect with there is no way we can't build like a beautiful society mm-hmm. this shit's about to break we got this kids we got this different energy i'm gonna oh. go cry i'm gonna go cry. quick quick thing i forgot to mention yes alex i'm so sorry no, let's let's make sure everybody listening that we are including mm. like uterus having people yeah. in this conversation, trans men, non-uterus having people, trans women, you know, um, people of color. Like this isn't just going to be a white woman or mm. white cis woman. Well, because the most p- people who are going to be the most affected are people that aren't white women. Who cis have white women. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's just. I know, I know you guys know this, but no, for yeah. everybody out there, let's not forget that this isn't just woman to woman issue. We do need to include other people. I feel like that's been lost just in, in the social media posts that I'm seeing. Yeah. It's, well, it's just hard lost in translation. A lot of the language from the seventies is women. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. 
for some reason, it's a, it's a whole other conversation when you bring up people are like, you're attacking women when you say uterus having, shut up. No, we're mm-hmm. not. Um, yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of repercussions and we're already seeing some of the laws come in that are attacking trans children. And I don't, I don't think that it's coincidental that the rows just got overturned while some of those are being put in. So I think that's a really good point. To Roe remember. being overturned is violence and violence is intersectional. So keeping in mind, yeah, racial, gender, sexuality, all these different identities are important to fighting for not just Roe, but the next case that goes, the next mm-hmm. law that's codified because it's essential. So it's made, made to protect people and not one group of people. We got this. We got you. Yes. Tell us things if you want to rest, be angry, make a little sign, go somewhere. If you need a trip, let us know. Yeah. Get off social media if you have to. Yeah. I'm about to do that. (laughs) Love you all. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay wealthy. None of us have wealth. It's all in Elon Musk's bank account. Okay. (laughs) On that, bye.